The Kiwis are pulling no punches when it comes to what their captain is calling a disrespectful move by organisers at the Rugby League World Cup. The Sydney Morning Herald has revealed the world number one ranked New Zealand side have been booked on a flight out of England within 24 hours of Saturday's semi-final showdown against Australia. Sports reporter Clay Wilson joins me now to explain. Outraged of Auckland, Clay. <laughs> um, bit on the nose though, isn't it? Seriously on the nose. Definitely hasn't pleased the Kiwis. A bit more on that soon. But basically what's happened here, it appears, is that it's around travel logistics and money, really, because the organisers perhaps don't have the money to book any possible flight that these teams might need, and they've had to make predictions about when these teams might be out of the tournament, and they've predicted that New Zealand are going to lose to Australia. And they're to, saying they've decided we losers. Well, in, in a way... <laughs> That's the short version of it, isn't in, it? In a way. I mean, they have, it looks like they have been backed into the corner a little bit here, but it's still it's not a very good look. So the SMH, as you mentioned, revealed that the Kiwis are booked on a flight. Within 24 hours of this, this Saturday morning semi-final... Australia, on the other hand, are booked on a flight for after the final, of course, because the organisers have predicted that Australia will make will make that final. Um, but Jesse Bromwich, who's the captain of the Kiwis, was asked about this, and he said disrespectful. Um, he said it motivated it's motivating them at training a little bit ahead of this game. And Jordan Rapana, who plays on the wing um, for the Kiwis, he actually went as far as say as to say the organisers are going to lose money because they're going to have to reschedule the Kiwis flights because they're going to win this game. And if that does happen, $380 per ticket for the for the Kiwis if they do win this game, it's going to cost the organisers. And it's actually already cost them because uh, the Tonga-Samoa semi-final, uh, Samoa won that game, but the organisers had predicted, in fact, the other result cost them around $10,000, it's reported, um, that they had to change the flights for both teams, of course. So, yeah, a bit going on here and a bit of extra motivation for the for the Kiwis. We're looking forward to a sweet cold serve of revenge. <laughs> Let's hope it happens. Absolutely. Um, and the next one is an innovated thing from New Zealand Cricket, who's reviving a Kiwi classic to be the anthem of the cricketing summer. Ooh, what's this? It's all the way back to the year 2000 here, rewinding the clock a bit, and an artist named King Kapisi, who a lot of listeners will be familiar with. He had a very famous song called Screams from the from the old plantation. It's one of those songs that when you hear the start of it, for a lot of us, you instantly know what song it, song it is. It was a real classic of that time, and New Zealand Cricket have done a bit of a collaboration with them and uh, done a bit of a remake of the song, and we've actually got a bit of it that we're going to play now. The long white cloud, check my number. One thing I must say, this earth is miraculous. One earth, one option, altered or fabulous. Say, keep my family, you are chosen. Himalaya mountains, top cities and oceans. I rep New Zealand, England, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, and India. Praises of Zen India. Wow, it just brings out memories from yeah, me. Yeah, you recognise it straight it's away if you're tune, of a certain age. The original yeah. is visually a great tune. Um, so New Zealand Cricket intend to use this as a bit of an anthem for the summer. And King Kapisi is actually going to perform at a, at a few Black, can, Black Caps and White Ferns games. And the idea of this, really the main idea is to, to engage with a younger audience of cricketers. We know a lot of sports are struggling with, with young athletes and losing them. They're trying to engage. But uh, something else you've got to think about here is cultural diversity. We know historically cricket is a Pakeha-dominated game. Game, of course, we've had immigrants from the likes of India, Pakistan, who have changed it a little bit. But in terms of Maori Pacifica representation in cricket, it's still not the greatest. So here you have a 
very uh, song, a song with a very strong Pacifica flavour, sung by a Samoan man. So not only do you hope it engages younger people, but hopefully engage starts to engage a bit more with young Pacifica kids to get involved with a sport like cricket and help out with that cultural diversity in the game. Cool. Thank you, Clay. That is Clay Wilson, sports reporter there.